Welcome to Grit, Guts, and Determination, the Leadville Race Series podcast. I'm your host, Cole Clover, son of race founder, Ken Clover. And I'm going to take you on a journey of rich storytelling through our now 40-year rich history. And I invite you to sit back and listen to these eccentric stories. But don't forget to take a few notes along the way because these eccentric stories are going to have tricks and tips to get you to that line come summer. So sit back, enjoy, and then we'll see you at home. We'll see you in Leadville. Leadville family, I got an over 20-year local with me today that found his way here during his college years. He's been involved from numerous community projects and today is leading the community through being the executive director of the Cloud City Wheelers, amongst many other projects. Today, I welcome Sterling Mudge as my guest, and I hope you enjoy this episode because it's a little spirited and a whole lot of fun. We have a saying in Leadville, you don't find Leadville, Leadville finds you. Well, Sterling, when did Leadville find you? Leadville found me, or I guess I found Leadville in a roundabout way. Um, after after high school, I went to school in a way upstate New York, and it just wasn't the fit for me. And I, uh, I looked up outdoor recreation programs on the on the interwebs and uh leadville popped up with uh, colorado mountain college and my father and i came out to visit and we stayed at the the timberline motel with with bud elliott the former <laughs> yes. mayor of, of leadville and uh you know my first my first experience in leadville was you know it was a great community and i wanted to i wanted to be there or be here so I enrolled at CMC and haven't left since uh, since I started in 2000. Uh, Leadville kind of has that effect on people. I think it's just great that you're a CMC graduate. Uh, we obviously love CMC. Mary Lee's on their board. Heck, I even finished my last few credits there myself because I couldn't get it done where I was doing my B.A., but what was your uh, CMC experience like? My CMC experience was a, a very positive one. Um, it, you know, it furthered my love for the outdoors and introduced me to the, the Leadville community that I, that I know very well and love very much. Um, I also, um, it created a, a, a very strong sense of community. I, I moved around when I was, when I was younger, um, almost every three years until I went to boarding school and lived there for four years. And, uh, CMC just, um, I had a lot of really good friends and we were very, very close and we did lots of really cool and fun things together. And we still do to this day. And, uh, I really appreciate that, that, strong sense of community that CMC has it's and it still has I actually I'm an adjunct faculty there now and I teach heavy machinery operation in their ski area operations program and I love I love doing that that's very cool I actually did not know that now and then so okay so you move around every three years but uh you come out in 2000 in 2004 
you actually really kind of start spreading some roots in Leadville and became a working resident and took a job with Parkville Water. Mm-hmm. How long were you with them, and how did that work for your lifestyle? Uh, I was with Parkville for 15 years. It was my second job in Leadville. I actually worked at the Lewis, old Lewis Petroleum, where the new Two Mile High Brewing Company is now. I I, uh, I pumped gas, and uh, yeah, it was it was an interesting job. But then eventually, I moved on to the the Parkville Water position, and. Um, I really, I enjoyed that job very much so, and that's why I stuck with it for 15 years. I really enjoyed, uh, working outside and, um, you know, on streets or in the streets or under the streets. Um, I, I really appreciated the, the interaction with all the customers in the community. Um, it, you know, meeting, meeting all walks of life and meeting all types of people in Leadville, um, was, was a great opportunity for me to have. And I think it's that, uh, that position helps, helps get, get me to where I am today in Leadville. For sure. For sure. And then, you know, speaking of lifestyle, uh, let's talk about the other side of, of your non-work life. You also have experience as being one of our athletes and mm-hmm. you have experience on more than one of our Leadville race series courses, what events have you done and how did they work out for you? Um, I've done the, let's see, I've done the trail and hundred three times. I've also participated in, um, years past. We had the, uh, the 24 hour race. Um, and I have participated almost every year since I've been here in, in volunteering in some capacity in, in all the races. Um, whether it's the stage race, the, the 50, the, um, you know, the running race, the marathons, um, I think, uh, volunteering in, in your community is, is definitely something that I, uh, I cherish and I, I make a, a priority and, uh, um, I, I wasn't in the, the trail 100s to win because I, uh, I guess I'm, I'm not that pro cycling or uh, pro cyclist that I, I've always longed to be, but, uh, um, I, I, every, every one of my experiences in the trail 100 has been a positive one. I remember my first one, I was on a 26 inch, uh, specialized S works. And I say S works now, like I, like I could afford it back in the day, but now you look at those bikes and I can't step anywhere close to those bikes. They're, they're, they're a thing of beauty. Um, but not in my pay scale. <laughs> and, uh, so I raced on that 26 inch bike for my first one. I think I, I finished around 10 hours, 30 minutes. Um, uh, my second race, I ended up doing single speed with you. And, uh, <laughs> that was, that was, that was a, a lot of fun. And then my third one, I ended up racing the same bike just set up with gears, um, in a two by nine fashion and uh yeah i I really like it's like a big group ride to me and i i enjoy i enjoy group rides well it is but you say you're not fast and i remember that 2007 race when i thought i was fast 
I was on my sweet titanium black sheep single speed two niner, and you're on like this heavy ass surly steel single speed, and you just chomp me to bits all day long. Except I remember you, you kept like you had flats too, and it kept you from breaking nine, but uh. You know, you were a lot closer than I was for sure. Do you have any other unique stories from from other race days? I think, uh, well, one time I was riding on the the section just before the um, the descent down into Twin Lakes, and I remember this guy. He had a beautiful green independent fabrications bike and full kit and uh we're cruising down you know just coasting and i it must have been my single speed year because i wasn't pedaling going downhill so i must have been maxed out and then i i start feeling uh something wet and the guy was peeing off his bike and i was (laughs) behind him and he didn't know that so it was definitely a, a unique experience during my the uh the second trail 100 that I did. I mean, I, I guess <laughs> so. A golden shower during the race is not an experience yeah. many people have. <laughs> no, and, and I hope that uh, I hope that not many other people have that experience. Uh, <laughs> another sure. unique experience. Another unique experience that I've had on the hundred is I've done sweet before, and uh, I did it on Doc Wedmark's electric bike, uh-huh. and and. Uh, you know, I, I got to say that doing sweep with people who have, they've trained so hard and, you know, they put so much into this one day um, event and when it doesn't go their way, they they get very emotional. And that was, uh, it wasn't the easiest thing um, to volunteer for. And, uh, you know, just trying to, trying to cheer them, cheer them up and, coax them along um while while picking up some goo wrappers at the same time <laughs> it's uh that was that was definitely a, a unique trail 100 experience for me boy yeah you th- that brings back memories to me too I, I had that job before i was old enough to do the hundred <laughs> and uh boy all i remember i was a cocky little brat and mm-hmm. and you know i'm following these people and i i don't quite get it and, you know, we get to an aid station and there's a guy like me dropped out and this other person's just giving it their all. The next aid station, there's 10 people like me dropped out. This other person's still going like hell, you know, and it just it taught me so much humility so quickly. And it also taught me that the first person that I wanted to give up on as a child was the last person that was going to give up on our events. And then it really sunk in what my dad and Mary Lee were always trying to teach me. You know, if if you believe in you, by God, we believe in you. And come on out here and give it a try. Yeah, definitely. Well, now and then, you know, I, I don't think you fan out as much as me, but your last go was in 2009. Did that have anything to do with the Lance factor or just was, was happenstance? Lance who? <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> no. Um, 
No, that was just happenstance. We had, uh, my wife and I had our first child, Arlo, in 2009. And I think uh, it was it was one of the last races before uh, before fatherhood. <laughs> well, I bet that's a pretty memorable time in your life for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so jumping back a bit, in 2007, you were a part of something else that was pretty big, and that was uh, the start of Cloud City Wheelers. If you would, would you tell us what the wheelers were, what they were about, how they got started, and a little bit about the history with their name as well? Yeah. Yeah, so in 2007, a bunch of, uh, bunch of friends and um, trail enthusiasts um, got together, and we, we felt the need to formalize um, a trails group in, in Leadville after riding, um, after riding in Leadville and running in Leadville and just participating in trail-based activities. Um, we all, we all realized that Leadville doesn't have as many trails as it should. And we don't have a, an organized group to help the forest service maintain the trails that we all know and love um so in 2007 we we you know formalized the name as far as the cloud city wheelers and we started doing volunteer activities um the the history behind the name in the 1800s while the uh leadville was at its at its heyday and the mining boom with 80,000 people living here there was a group called the Cloud City Wheelmen, and it was a it was a bike club of sorts or a riding club, and um, people would ride. I think their biggest route or their their standard route was to the fish hatchery and uh, from town. And we decided to um, kind of utilize that name and uh, make it more inclusive as far as the wheelers and not just the wheelmen. So. Um, that's the history behind the, the, the cloud city wheelers name in cloud city, you know, Leadville is known as cloud city because we are at 10,152 feet and, uh, we are in the clouds. I gotta say, it's not that cloudy here having grown up on the East coast. So (laughs) you just had to clarify that to some people. (laughs) Oh yeah. I think, I think it's the least cloudy with like an average of over 300 sunny days a year. Uh, There's not much competition. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, and let's talk about your history at the wheelers. We've touched about your working history in Leadville and, you know, to my knowledge, and you've just mentioned it, you've been with the Wheelers pretty much since day one. You've got this lifestyle and passion. These other people do. They continue to grow. What has that led you to today? Today, your full-time job is uh, as the executive director of the Cloud City Wheelers. Would you like to tell us about that and taking the leap from what was more of kind of a constant, a safer job, if you will, mm-hmm. to this kind of unknown. Yeah, I think, um, well, the, the wheelers formed as a, as a volunteer group. Um, and as with, as with many volunteer groups, uh, there comes a time where 
you've you've uh, you're successful and you need to it's almost like a tipping point um either pull your pull your pants up or um keep your keep your shorts on i guess and uh i think uh the wheelers in 2012 we became a, a international mountain bike association chapter um we we kind of hovered around 75 to 100 members for years and then in 2018 um i kind of took the leap and moved away from my position at parkville water um to pursue different dreams and one of those dreams was to make the cloud city wheelers into a more professional organization and uh, to better organize ourselves and um so in 2018 i took on the role as the executive as the wheelers first um executive director and now we're we have around 245 members um so we've seen significant growth we've also been able to build a bunch of trail and maintain a bunch of trail um, more so than we have in the past um to put it in perspective in 2010 we began construction on new trails at Timberline, at the Timberline College and on county land. And in 10 years, we built 10 miles. In 2020 and 21, we built eight miles. Um, so over a course of two years. And, that, and, that's, and that's due to, well, our, uh, the support that we've received from our, our community but also with with paid staff and a full time position and uh, somebody working on um, our priorities and our mission statement more more often than not. Well, uh, it's really outstanding. I mean, you just yeah, you created all those ten miles behind uh, CMC at Timberline. And here you are over the last two years, you do eight miles at Turquoise Lake. And I mean, it's just beautiful trails and, 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 you know, you really have kind of taken this mystery leap of faith and done what my dad thinks is position yourself as the economic forefront of Lake County with what we've got going on because you've done such great work and the Wheelers have done such great work with that. And I mean, it really does take a community you have a beautiful family, and you, your wife Sarah has also been a big supporter of the race and community. Let's talk about her her day job, and have you found this to help much with your local causes? Um, yeah, my wife is an elected uh, county commissioner. Um, it's a it's a it's a very it's a tough job. Yes, you wear many hats. Um, <laughs> Similar to my position, I wear, I wear many hats from fundraiser to trail designer to trail builder to um, trash picker upper. Um, and she she wears many hats in, in her role. Um, I, I believe she, or I know for a fact that she took on her position um, due to the fact that she loved the, the community. Um, she was, we have both been very fortunate to have to have always worked in Leadville for the 22 years that we've been here 
Um, we've always worked in Leadville. She's worked in cabinet manufacturing. She worked in Melanzana for a couple of years. She waited tables. She served coffee. Um, and then she was the mobility coordinator for Lake County Build the Drain Generation. And uh, then she finally took the, the leap to, uh, to uh, politician, which uh, none of us ever really thought um, we'd live through. And she did it all <laughs> while uh, having two young, young kids. So, um, yeah, she, it's, a, it's a tough position. And she does it because she loves the community. Um, yeah. As far as helping, uh, helping my local causes or our local causes, I, uh, we, there's definitely a, a line drawn, um, that we hold ourselves to. And, uh, her, uh, her position does not, does not favor what I'm doing. And, uh, I think it's, it's a, it's a great thing. I think that the work that the wheelers have done since 2007 speaks for itself and um we don't yeah we don't need to be married to uh to politicians like my wife but we definitely choose to and and uh, we will keep it that way <laughs> <laughs> well you know i i understand that same uh hardness of the role as my dad served as county commissioner as well years ago mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and it wasn't nearly in as challenging at times. I don't feel like, cause we were community centered around mining still at that time, you know, and we all had the same skill set, the same thought process than we do today. And it takes much more work. It's a much more beautiful community, but it takes much more work to, uh, fit all those personalities together um, you talk about her doing it when when she had two young children. Uh, you have Ivy and Ar Arlo. Um, they are both avid mountain bikers, among many other avid outdoor things. Uh, can you speak to the importance of that with your family, why you all stay so active, and how else you keep them active? Yeah, my kids, uh, it's actually Olive and Arlo. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. She she's uh she's been called she's been called other things too so <laughs> yeah olive and arlo they're they're pretty awesome kids and they are very fortunate to to be growing up in leadville um you know we live we live in a community surrounded by 76 percent public land and we have direct access to that from our house and from living in town mm -hmm. um our kids are very active in the outdoors. Uh, they, from going on bike rides with friends to uh, going on multi-day raft trips, they, uh, they really appreciate what the outdoors brings to them. And I think, uh, you know, they, they enjoy doing it with their friends and or family. Um, one of the things that I will say about... Uh, my kids and seeing seeing my kids and seeing the work of the class city wheelers a couple of years ago we didn't have a good um a good beginner friendly trail um mm -hmm. and having young kids that kind of that kind of open open my eyes and open a lot of other people's eyes as far as like okay 
we all want trails, but we also need a wide range of trails. Um, so we helped create some more beginner friendly trails for, you know, to have a more inclusive trail system instead of an expert only or a advanced, advanced trail only, mm-hmm. um, area. And now on Mondays throughout the summer, we have 40 people show up for Monday fun day ride, which is a uh, all, all ability, all ages group ride that we host on Monday from Dutch Henry Hill, where this, the silver rush 50 starts. Um, yeah, 40, 40 people show up or 40 plus people all from, from kids on striders to kids on fancy bikes to, to kids on bikes that, we make sure to check that the brakes work. Um, and then those kids come back week after week and you see them and then just the camaraderie on the trails and, you know, giving each other props, um, while out on the ride, if you're having, if you're having a little bit of a, of a problem getting up the hill, you know, we wait for you and we let you catch your breath and then we enjoy the downhill and everybody, Everybody loves it and cheers each other on, and it's it's a great community. It really is. I mean, even not having kids, I, I do, and I don't partake in Monday Fun Day, but I enjoy seeing the pictures. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always amazing seeing such little kids on such little bikes ripping that rolling single track. I mean, I've seen it more with your kids by the lake, I think, than any others. Mm-hmm. But it's just incredible, and you can just see their development with that and how, how quicker their balance is coming to them. Yeah. These kids, these kids in town and all over they're like you said, they are rippers. I, I remember the first time we go, we, every once in a while we go over to, um, snowmass bike park. It's, it's a great bike park. (laughs) And, uh, my son Arlo, he, he likes catching air. He likes, um, (laughs) Like hitting the jumps and he's actually pushed me beyond my comfort zone um just to try to keep up with him on the jumps so now there's this one jump line that we can both be in the air at the exact same time hitting 20 foot tabletop jumps and uh <laughs> it's it's pretty fun to see it's it's going to cost me money because you know now he needs a, a bigger and better bike but We've we've got some some good local bike shops to 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 support. <laughs> yes, we sure do. We sure do. Now, speaking of you know the community and trails and all the everything, do you have new trails in development that you can talk about? Yeah, definitely. Um, we are currently for the last three years we have been in negotiations with. Uh, Newmont Mining, which is a large um, property owner on the east side of town, um, one of the one of the reasons why we're we're working with them is to hopefully legitimize some of the existing user created trails on the east side. Um, so this new project that we're working on this summer, um, we worked with Newmont and the county, and we uh, we obtained a an easement for four miles of trail um, that we will construct this year and they'll be in off of the the dump road or the landfill road as mm-hmm. um 
some some people refer to it as. So the Landfill Road and Brooklyn Heights subdivision. Um, there's going to be a two-mile directional trail for bikes uphill, and then it'll be bi-directional for foot traffic. And that'll go, that'll bring you up to the Swamp Angel area overlooking town um, on the Mineral Belt Trail. Uh-huh. And then from there, you will enjoy a two-mile downhill trail, downhill directional for everybody, um, back to the landfill road. Uh, we're working on that. This summer, we're going to start June 15th with our, our Class of Wheelers trail crew. Um, in addition to that, we are still continuing our work with Colorado Mountain College to to improve trails and accessibility and just a wide having a wide range of trails on on the college campus um we also are working with our united states forest service to um continue maintaining trails throughout the leadville ranger district Mm -hmm. as well as uh create new trails with them um in future years well, how cool. I love that. What I really love is that, you know, I love the Forest Service and what great partners they are, but I really love that east side just because it's so much of our mining heritage and, you know, you kind of get to experience that kind of different environment. So how cool. Now, also, you've been doing some things with the Huckfin Bike Park. And you've also had some fundraising around our events, that, a project you're working on there. Can you talk to that? Yeah. Yeah, so in 2007, it's actually one of the first things that we, as, the, as a group, the Cloud City Wheelers, um, created. We, we built a pump track, which if, if you don't know what a pump track is, it is a, it is a mix of berms, rollers, and um other formations dirt formations um or it doesn't have to be dirt but ours is dirt currently and uh so you pull up and push down on your bike to gain momentum and carry momentum uh, around a track um pump tracks get all walks of life out in the in the outdoors which is very important and um so we built our our pump track along with some dirt jumps and some technical skill features um, in the in the county in 2007, and eventually uh, the Huckfin skate park was created, and it kind of raised the bar as, as far as that area goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it kind of lit a fire under our butts to improve our pump track um since then uh asphalt pump tracks have come along and uh, the good thing about asphalt pump tracks is uh ease of maintenance and inclusivity um as far as getting different wheels um out there enjoying uh what a pump track offers so we in 2018 we began fundraising for a asphalt pump track and um, to this day we've raised close to two hundred fifty thousand dollars for this for this park Um, 
most recently, we were awarded a GOCO, Great Outdoors Colorado, uh, lottery funds, um, impact community impact grant for $152,000, which is the biggest grant that the wheelers have ever, ever gotten. And with this money and the money that we've raised in the past with through events like Pedal for the Park, which is a bike-a-thon that we hold every year, um, this year is July 16th. Um, with these with these fundraising methods we're, or um, efforts, we are going to begin construction on on the new park this this summer. Whoa. At the same time, with all that funding, we are continuing, and we do still need some money to get it over the 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 top and to make it the best park in in Leadville. Well, and that's absolutely incredible. I know the legacy has helped a little bit, not nearly at that figure. Um, where can other people go to donate to this project? Uh, we have a donate tab on our on our Class City Wheelers homepage. We also have, if if you'd like to contact myself um, or anybody within the Cloud City Wheelers. Uh, shoot us a shoot us an email via our our website classicwheelers.com and we'd be we'd be happy to talk to you um you know operating a a uh, nonprofit in a community of 7000 people um it's it's not it's not the easiest thing <laughs> we so you know we we definitely try to broaden our or expand our our reach and our asks um or our requests to, you know, the the greater population and to everybody who comes to Leadville and enjoys Leadville and sees sees our great community every time they come visit. Um, so it's something that that we uh, that we really appreciate this the support from far and wide. Well, sure. And speaking of the, getting others involved that are coming to visit or hanging out for races or locals, either one. Um, is this the same way they would, the same avenues they would do to get in contact with you if they can't financially donate, but they want to donate some of their time? And do you kind of have volunteer opportunities going on during the times of our races? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so as far as getting involved in the Cloud City Wheelers, um, you know, we definitely, we definitely promote joining our club. Um, volunteering is is definitely something that we ask all all our members or the the general public um to to help us out with since since 2010 we've been building trail once a week all throughout the summer um and this year it'll be on wednesdays so every wednesday throughout the summer we have we work from four to six ish and uh we on our website, we'll and our social media feeds. We post where we where we meet. Um, it depends if we're doing maintenance days or if we will be doing the new trail construction with those volunteer days. Um, we also have a couple weekend events um, that typically happen um, on forest service property or trails, um, and those tend to be around six hours long. And those those will be throughout the summer, and we'll get a list going um, 
going real soon after after I meet with the Forest Service as far as planning goes. There's a lot of a lot of planning goes in, um, into into trail work, and uh, we just we as a community and with our partners we we prioritize what what needs to be done first, and uh, you know some of those priorities are couple miles in or it's um you know getting rid of the the blowdowns from uh the the trees falling across the trails mm-hmm. which in in recent years we've had we've had a lot of a lot of trees fall down on the trails and it's not everybody can uh whether you know it or not not everybody can go out there and represent a group and run a chainsaw um so be be smart about about uh, operating a chainsaw on Forest Service property. <laughs> well, yes, don't do it unless you have their permission and training. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, now, so great, you've given us plenty of opportunities um, financially to help out, physically to help out, and if neither of those are your thing, and you really love winter. You've also started a pretty successful bike series that also helps fund these trails and keeps the community active. Please tell us about your winter fat bike series and how they can join for 2023. Yeah. So we, the wheelers, class of wheelers did that, did not actually start the Leadville winter mountain bike series. Um, I believe it was Dave Bagley who I, th- I think he lives in Moab still. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. He, uh, he had he had top of the world cyclery up here in Leadville on Ninth and, and Harrison. Yep, yeah, it was the mid '90s, and long before even those the fat cat rims existed. And uh, I can't really imagine how those races went. I yeah, <laughs> I remember just like a couple, and I wasn't in them. And I remember Ben, but there, yeah, most people had janky 26 inch rims and there was like two pair of welded ones, you know? Yeah. And it it was a mess. Yeah. After that, Derek Lanahan, he, uh, he ran Bicycle Haven, um, which was at the same location as Top of the World. He, uh, he ran the events for a couple of years and then eventually, Right around 2007, um, the Cloud City Wheelers jumped in to to help promote the series. Um, since then, it's grown into a rather large um, winter event and a winter draw to Leadville. Um, this year alone, we had, um, over the course of five races, we had 506 riders. Wow. Um, so our, our, the racing begins in January and ends in April. Uh, we just wrapped up the winter series with the Eastside Epic. And that was on the 9th of April. Um, it was a 16 mile course and it started on, on dirt on seventh street with a three mile climb. And then you climb to the top of fifth street to the veneer descent. And then you rode all the way down to um county road 60 or the landfill road so we went from dirt to snow to amazing snow to crappy snow to mud <laughs> so it was kind of a uh, a welcome to the spring event and uh even the people who got blasted or potentially or they did fall into the mud after sliding their front wheel out um 
they came they came to the finish line with big old grins and uh i think they they did hopefully they they washed their bikes before they put them away <laughs> sounds like a true colorado high country day <laughs> yeah. yeah it was awesome <laughs> so what what the what the winter mountain bike series has done for the wheelers it it kind of <clears throat> kind of legitimized our our cause and why we why we do what we do um we have since since taken over the winter mountain bike series um it is definitely one of our major fundraisers um for the club and it has helped us build trail year round so one of the things that small communities like ours we have you know we have busy seasons and we have slow seasons and one of our slow seasons um comes during the winter time and now we have year-round riding because we groom trails so we groom class city wheelers groom 12 miles of winter single track um that should increase next year with the addition of these the four miles of trail um so we groom single track and people come from a ways away every every weekend some people crazy people they drive they drive on i-70 to come ride they fight ski traffic and come ride our trails um i definitely say it, it is it is well worth the drive um and uh it's it's amazing amazing conditions riding riding or snowshoeing um skiing on on these on the groom single track um it also helps alleviate some of the tension and uh potential user conflict that the some of the other wider nordic uh, ski trails such as the Minerbelt trail um and, you know if, if people ride winter winter riding and winter sports there's definitely a large uh a large etiquette is uh it's, it's very important to know what to do and what not to do and um you know if you're if you're leaving a mark then you're doing something wrong. So you need to air down or you need to potentially go powder skiing if you're riding in powder and leaving your track. And uh, because you have to think about what, who is going to try to enjoy the trail after you and are you ruining their experience? Um, with our, with our groom single track, I, you know, we have very, very consistent grooming and very, uh, we get we get on it as much as as we as we need to and we try to provide the the best um the best grooming that we can well that really comes at quite a, a price both in cost and manpower and you all do a remarkable job and i think you're underplaying that quite a bit Mm-hmm. Um, you also had a speaking of fundraisers you had a different fundraiser this year uh, that just took place, the Wheelie Cool Gala. Uh, can you tell us where that idea originated from? And is this something you think will return in 2023? Yeah, so we had the Wheelie Cool Art Gala last, or on the, on the 16th at Freight, um, which is an amazing venue um, here in Leadville. It's the old Smith Lumber Company um, Freight Depot that's been... Uh, revamped into a amazing community asset um so the wheelie cool art gala 
was an idea that um, Emma Mims, who is a high school senior um, here in town, she's a she's a Leadville local. Her mom serves as the board president of the Cloud City Wheelers. She was she's an artist. Or Emma is an artist as well. Um, last year, she was at a artist market at Freight, um, you know, selling her stuff. Mm-hmm. And the idea dawned on her um, to have to ask artists to potentially donate um, or make art, um, cycling inspired art or art in general, um, and donate to the wheelers. And she really wanted uh, an excuse to dress up too, and to, to give people an excuse to dress up because, you know, we don't really have that opportunity to uh, to to show our glitz and glamour side up here in the high country. Um, so Emma worked with our amazing fundraising, uh, the Wheelers Fundraising Committee, um, and they were able to bring to life the Wheelie Cool Art Gala. So working with um, Anne at Harper Rose Studios and Sherry at Silver Llama and Elsa at Freight, um, they enlisted and asked for um, some donations from local artists and the artists came out in full force and donated some amazing pieces. And we had, I, I believe it was, the numbers were around hundred, we had around 165 people show up to freight and um, there was some awesome music, live music played. Uh, some, some people were dressed, um, a little fancier than others but hearing hearing some of the comments it's like oh i didn't know you guys for were i thought you were kidding i should have dressed <laughs> up it's like i hope to do i hope you do this next year so I, I can dress up and yes after hearing all the the positive feedback we will we do plan on on continuing this the wheelie cool art gala to make it an annual event it's kind of our uh our spring our spring fling winter send-off event um following following the leadville winter mountain bike series so it's it'll it's i think it's here to stay it was super successful due to the fact that emma and the, and the fundraising committee um they they grabbed grabbed it by the, the handlebars and rode with it and they, they knocked it out of the park. Well, yes, they did. It was a fabulous event. I was there. I, I bought a few pieces of art, but what I'm most jealous of is your tuxedo cummerbund. <laughs> I got to figure you are the fanciest dressed and I got to figure that out for next year. So. My, uh, my name, well, one of the coolest things for me is that I still fit in my tux from <laughs> high school. Um, luckily, I have I have a, a handy neighbor who had some awesome bicycle inspired fabric, um, and she um, she wrapped it and she spruced me up. She even made me a, a new bow tie, um, and that was awesome. I think I think one of my favorite things um, from that night. Um, besides seeing everybody was uh, hearing your dad auction off some of the <laughs> items. I, 
I knew your dad had some some skills, but I haven't seen his auctioneering skills, and that was that was amazing. And I think that that's something that we need to take advantage of real soon. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a real shame more people don't know of that talent of his. I'm really glad you called it out. He, he can be a true Renaissance man, and and that really took it over the top for me. So I'm glad it did for you as well. Yeah, everybody was super impressed with that. I've seen a lot of sides of Ken, and uh, <laughs> that that was a new one for me. It was awesome. Well, that's great. I'll be sure to share that with them for sure. <laughs> now, okay, so let's uh, switch gears just a little bit here, and let's uh, share some knowledge that you have with all your 22 years of Leadville experience of what advice you think you can give to your Leadville family members listening to get them to their uh, line come this summer? Um, I think, uh, I think my main thing would be, be nice, say hi. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a term that is, is well used in the, in the trails community and, um, you know, respect your neighbor and, leave it like you found it i think uh it goes a long way to to any traveler or any visitor um as well as any any local um we want we want to we want everybody to enjoy leadville in the same way that we do and that what keeps us here and um i think uh being being nice to to you know people on the trail or people on the roads um, you know, pay attention to where you park and be, be prepared. Leadville is extremely busy in the summertime and, uh, be prepared to, uh, to be inconvenienced for a, a short amount of time. Um, whether, whether you like it or not, I think, uh, and it's not just Leadville, it's, it's the, it's the state of Colorado and it's the, the high country that we live in. Um, at the same time, enjoy, enjoy your surroundings. Like it, it's hard not to come to Leadville and, you know, take it, take it, take five minutes and drive up the road and park and just take in the view, suck it in a little bit. And, uh, hopefully we, hopefully we get some moisture this summer and we're not in fire bands all, all year. Um, I'm pretty sure Lake County just went into a stage one fire ban following, yeah. following suit with BLM and forest service. Um, so, you know, we're our, we had a, we had a forest fire here last week, um, right. right, right near Lost Canyon road on the, uh, on the combine climb. Yeah. Um, or in that general area. So, um, things are changing, but at the same time, like Every, you know, we all we all come here or live here for the same reason, and, and it's the natural beauty. So enjoy it. Well, that's great advice and, and very well said. And I'll actually have a podcast where we're adding a 30-minute segment once a month between races to kind of give a view of what will happen on race day. And we're mm -hmm. trying to address parking and some of those things from feedback from both our family members and the community at large. And, and hopefully we can help everybody play a lot nicer. Your comments are just reinforcing that. And it's just the best advice you can give. Um, 
One other thing I'd love to ask you, how has Leadville and the Leadville Trail 100 shaped your life beyond race day? I think, uh, well, Leadville, Leadville gave me that, that sense of community that I, that I only had, um, really in, in high school, uh, you know, growing up or living in a, in one spot for, for more than three years. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, I, you know, I began, I knew everybody. Um, and now Leadville, we, we, we still know a lot of people and we still really care about, we care about everybody here in, um, in this, in this town, in this community. And I think, uh, that's helped me, um, put maybe not my, my, uh, financial, um, best interest, um, first, it, it put my community first and what I can potentially do for my community first. Um, and I really, I really cherish that. And the fact that the community, um, the community helped me help drive that, um, that passion to, to help support this community. Um, and the, you know, the Leadville Trail 100, Every year, I'm just, I'm always impressed with, you know, I know I'm, I see some faces that I've seen for the last 20 years. I haven't been doing the races for 20 years, um, but I've participated Mm -hmm. in, in the gathering and in the, in the volunteerism um, over the course of 20 years. And to see some of these, these people still coming back, um, it's, it's just amazing. And they all... They just love, they love Leadville and they care for it. And I think, I think the Trail 100, um, seeing, seeing the buy-in, um, and the, just the enthusiasm by all these people, it really drives home how lucky I am with my family to live here in Leadville and to be involved in my community. Amen to that. What do you think of when you hear the word Leadville? What do I think of when I hear the word uh, home? Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Home and um, just amazing, amazing scenery. I, 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 when I when I was at CMC, um, my, my, my now wife, Sarah, she came to visit me. Um, when I was at CMC, cause we've known each other from high school and I remember her, um, I dropped her off at a airport shuttle and she called me from the airport. This was before cell phones. And she called me from the airport with our calling card, our shared calling card. And, uh, she, she said she was crying and it was, I was like, well, why are you crying? It's like, well, I'm, I already miss Leadville. I've never felt that way about any place that she's ever lived or she's ever been to or visited. And, you know, that's why we, that's why we haven't left. It, it, it keeps us here. It, it, it inspired us to, to raise two, two kids and a couple furry, furry dog friends, um, here. And it's just an amazing place to live and to be a part of. 
Well, if that doesn't choke you up, I don't think anything's going to need you. better check your pulse. Um, God, Sterling, I can't thank you enough. Uh, it's been so fun getting to know you over the years, and it's so neat to see you leading the community and having such a role. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to share with our family before I let you go today? Um, well, I'd, I'd, I'd say, you know, as I as I already have said, just to, to appreciate Leadville, um, as much as you can and to, and to show the locals as much respect as you can. Um, and to, uh, you know, to help support community causes, not just the wheelers, but other nonprofits that work so hard here in Leadville and Lake County, um, to make our community a better place to live in. Um, whether it's, living to just to live or to work or to, uh, you know, to visit. Um, it takes, it takes a lot to, to maintain, um, our way of life. And we look, we look forward to continuing to, um, helping maintain our quality of life here in Leadville that we, that we cherish. Um, yeah. And, you know, just one more subtle plug that, it, it takes a village and it takes a lot of effort to, to maintain, um, our work as far as the trails go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's not, it's not cheap. And, uh, it, to put it in perspective, we, you know, we built in the last eight years, we built $172,000 worth of trail. Um, or had we paid a contractor, it would have cost us $172,000. We built those eight miles of trail for $55,000, um, so any donation and any support that you can give to the wheelers, we'd, we'd love to, we'd love to have your support and we look forward to, to seeing you this summer at the, at the start lines or, you know, even in the winter during our start lines. So thanks. Thanks for having, uh, having me on the podcast, Cole. I really appreciate you, um, you reaching out and, it's it's fun remembering our uh, our single speed days, and uh, maybe one day I never should have gotten rid of that bike. It's still here in town, but it's been resurrected as a as a monster cross bike. So well, it's good. I got rid of mine too. We'll go we'll go on some geared old bike old guy bike rides soon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to you. Uh, hitting up the pump track on your skateboard when, when we finish it. Well, heck yeah, that's going to happen for sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll diversify that wheel size as much as possible. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I hope you have a great day and we'll see you soon. Thanks, Cole. Well, there you have it, Leadville family. You just heard from one of our best and brightest Uh, Sterling's just doing a lot of great things in the community and he has given you a lot of ways to get involved if you want to do great things in the community Uh, selfishly we do need your dollars to to exist and that's why we want you to come with them and experience all the wonderful things they provide to all of us and we want to provide all that we can to all of you we love you you're our family. We can't wait to see you at home. We can't wait to see you in Leadville.